0: Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Lucid with Busi. So today is our final episode of our mini series which is called the gradu- the new graduate guide. So what I'll be talking about today is basically the job application process. So I'll be giving you guys pointers and tips on things you can include in your job application as well as you know some tips and pointers on you know the whole application process all right so we'll get into it but right after this short 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 ad break so do stay tuned and i'll see you just now and just like that we are back (laughs) we are back so before i get into today's topic I'd like to just take a short moment to actually thank each and every one of you for staying tuned and for streaming my podcast and the the new season has actually been well received. You guys are watching or are listening. So, thank you so 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 much about that. So, please don't forget that we do have an Instagram page here at home it's called Lucid with Boosie. So please, if you're on, if you're on the Instagram streets, just go over there and click follow and you will see literally each and every update I post about the podcast and basically everything else. All right. So to get into today's episode, the job application. So this is something that literally everyone on the job market is aware of so i really will not be um mentioning things that i think are you know obvious but if there's everything of course if there's everything um anything sorry that you want to i don't know maybe hear about then please There is a comment section um, wherever you're listening to the podcast. There should be a comment section. Just shoot me a comment or even go to my Instagram page and shoot me a DM with your request or um, your suggestion. Alright, so the first thing I want to talk about is your CVs or your resume. Alright, so with this, I know currently we have like a trend... Of, you know these beautiful beautiful um, graphic CVS where you have your image displayed on top and you know the design is just pretty so one thing I want to mention about um, the CVS or the resume is that you should be mindful as to where you are applying so if you are firstly applying to a company that is you know small, then you can use the other CV, the CV that has the picture and is very graphic and interesting and all of that all right reason being is that chances are the CV will be viewed by a human being and you know to make yourself stand out then you need you know that pretty CV as well as you know it helps the recruiters or the people reviewing your CVs if they can you know see your picture it doesn't really it's it's not going to either advantage or disadvantage you but it, it just yeah it's a nice thing to include your picture in a CV so if a human being is reviewing your CV then at least you know when they going through the details and they see the face of the person they can literally feel like oh okay um this is the person and this is you know they they just um create mental connections between you know the face and the qualifications and all of that and sometimes you know it some people really do which is also which can also be actually a disadvantage because um what some companies now do is they discriminate against people so there has been a lot of conversations amongst job seekers as well as amongst um some recruiters who are actually against this um where they've exposed the fact that you know some companies and some um recruiters are basically discriminating against people based on their looks so by looking at your picture and saying oh this person looks like this okay no we want you know for example the girls. we only want the girls here or oh no Um, We don't want the preticles, the slay queen types, because um, we assume that, you know, they won't be um, up to date with their work, like they won't be able to produce work at the standard that we require as a company, as an organization, all right? So it goes both ways. There's an advantage and there's a disadvantage, but a lot of people are using it and a lot of companies are most probably not discriminating on those grounds but yeah so if you are applying at a small um or rather if you are applying to a small organization or company then please do use the creative beautiful cv with your picture or without your picture it doesn't matter but yeah just have a cv that will grab someone's attention all right and then if you are applying to a big corporation corporation company then what you need is what they call an ATS compliant resume or CV um, ATS stands for applicant um, track application tracking system so what this means is basically that your CV or your resume will basically be screened by a computer it will be screened by a software by a program so um, the recruiters no one actually sees <coughs> your CV at the screening um, phase with when they're screening, you know the the documents, so This is very 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 tricky and it's something that literally um, Disadvantages a lot of people who are applying for jobs because sometimes your your format is not readable to that system or to the computer so What these CVs look like basically is just, you know, it's mainly words. You use columns, you don't use graphics, um, you don't use, you know, those fancy, um, what do you call those fancy um, fonts. Or you know colorful things you just have to stick to one or two color schemes within like throughout your CV and you have to keep it like in certain paragraphs and ensure that your your sections are properly labeled and all of those things so there is like a way of you know beating the ATS or beating the applicant tracking application tracking system So you can just Google the types of CVs that um, are basically um, acceptable to the applicant tracking system, right? So I will also have pictures up on my Instagram page where I paste the decorative modern CV and then where I also post um, the modern but applicant tracking system compliant resume or cv so you can go to my instagram page to see the difference between these two i will have it up as soon as this episode lands and another thing with your resume is to actually ensure especially with applicant checking system you cannot um, use one resume for literally every job application that you send out because each company is basically going to be measuring your CV or your resume against the, the, the job description of the role that you're applying to. So it is very much important that you look at the the, the the job details of the post that you are applying for and basically study the application. A lot of times like the the, the job post from the company actually includes everything like the duties the skills needed the qualification needed like in all of those things so make sure you tweak your 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 resume to actually fit the description that is um described in that job post but also please do be careful do not list things that you are not you know qualified for just because you want to beat the ats tracking system because um what is gonna happen now is you will misrepresent yourself and it literally will catch up with you in one of the phases and it it doesn't send a good image it doesn't send a good image about yourself so rather just stay away from lying just if you have the skills all you need to do is to just structure your cv according to the job description and specifications of the role that you are applying to Alright, so another thing with ATS is that you sometimes they, they have specific words that they maybe use for a certain role. So just do as you're screening the, the, the job description and the job specification, just look for, you know, keywords. So for instance, they can say things like we're looking for someone who is efficient in communication someone who is, um, let's say, yeah, we're looking for someone who is an efficient communicator, someone who has skills or know-how of using, you know, a recruitment um, or a payroll system for instance right right so maybe they'll mention which payroll system they want you to be aware of all right so what you will do if you know that you are able to operate like a certain system then what you're going to do is basically just add that to your cv instead of saying oh no i can i I, I'm, i'm efficient in you know payroll um system or you know websites or what whatever instead of saying that like a broad description, you can say that, um, you efficient in payroll and then also include the, the, the system that you are familiar with. All right. So just make sure that your wording matches the wording that is in the job description and job specification. If they're saying they're looking for someone who is e- effective in communicating, then please do include like the communication part exactly as they have, um, Posted in, in, in the job advert. So, yeah, and then, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say about the series. And then the next thing I'll say is use your LinkedIn. Use your LinkedIn. I mentioned in the previous, okay, no, the first video that it's actually really nice to be in a platform where there's a network of people who actually. Some job seekers just like yourself, so it's very good to actually be encouraged and actually hear from those people and see that oh, I'm not going through this alone. And it's also nice to hear from you know other recruiters because some people are very generous with their knowledge. So what they'll do is they'll um, post things, tips and tricks on how to maybe do well in an interview, how to do this, how to do that, um, and basically you know it's a very helpful platform and then also with sending your job applications i personally trusted linkedin a bit more than every other website or a bit more than every other job board that i have seen (laughs) i don't know i found that like with linkedin literally each and every job post that i applied to was literally a genuine one like there's very little very few scams and all of that so please do use linkedin and also it's very it's it's very efficient it's very user friendly as well so update your linkedin talk on linkedin chat with people you can even add recruiters like if you know you want to work maybe at companies like uh, mercedes-benz then you know you can add recruiters from that company and sometimes people are very friendly and very open and willing to offer advice so just add recruiters and go for it guys if you're bold enough go for it and you know just ask them for pointers um things like when 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 is your next intake maybe for for graduates and what can i expect what can i do to ensure that i stand a good chance of you know uh meeting your requirements and all of those things just talk to them those are people those are human beings all right so don't 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 be scared don't be scared just approach them and talk to them and yeah and then next thing is this is very important this is very important like a lot of jobs don't actually uh, mention that they want you to have a motivational letter but this is something that you actually need to have in your resume like with your application so if you're sending out an application then whether or not it states that they want a cover letter or a motivational letter then like you you need to just include it attach it and send it also tailor your motivational letter or cover letter according to the job description and specification of the role that you're applying to so make sure you always have this always there's there's no exception there is absolutely no exception and then next thing is with job boards all right so a lot of these especially in south africa i'm sure if you have been If you have been applying for jobs, I'm sure you will notice that a lot of, you know, job boards like Indeed, they are very plagued with, you know, bogus advertisements. You know, people just uploading scams and wanting to scam people. So, if you're confident that you can sift out or differentiate between a scam and a genuine job advert, then please do use those sites. But for me, I didn't even use them like i didn't even want to go close to it because i tried to at first but then i noticed that there's just way too many adverts like shady adverts that were there and i decided to just step back and move back so i sites with you know a lot of bogus advertisements please be wary and mindful of them because those are the sites that will give you jobs where people ask you to pay for things like um Please pay for your uniform, we'll take care of your accommodation, we'll take care of your transport, we'll take care of this and this and this and that and this, all you need to do now is to just pay for uniform, that's, that's bogus, that's bogus, they're only mentioning that they're going to pay for accommodation and all these other things just to settle your, 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 your worry or your, your skepticism, they don't want you to actually latch on by, okay, no, actually these people are just now, you know, scamming me, so, just be mindful of that. So, some of my favorite job boards, LinkedIn, obviously, I I, I did mention, I did plug. Um, also, there's Smart Recruiters. I love it. Um, and then there's Salary Magazine. They post, um, like, jobs and then you can just click on them and they'll take you to the link for, you know, application. I really, I find also that, like, with Salary Magazine, all the jobs that are posted there or like 99% of them are real jobs like they are genuine they're good um, they, they there's no there's not much of you know um, scam or false job posts on the website and I think it's because the admins actually do check they fact check before they allow posts to go on There and also another thing is you know companies don't post directly to the job board It's you know salary magazine admins that just post the jobs So I think that's one of the things or one of the reasons why it is It, it doesn't have like such a lot of scam or you know false adverts so please do check it out. And then um, lastly, please do visit the company website. So you can, if if for instance, you know, you want to work at Company X or at Google or whatever, Amazon or whatever company, just go to their, if, if you can't find their careers website, you can just um, search for the company on LinkedIn and then go away. It says jobs and then you'll, literally see the jobs that they have available and a lot of times they do have like a link to their career website where you can also like click and see the jobs that they have available as well as register your your cv so that you receive notifications when there's um when there's jobs that actually match your 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 qualifications so yeah and then uh, lastly before I wrap this topic in this series up um, another thing I want to talk about is assessments Um, a lot of times we don't realize that you know if this is something we can prepare for all right we tend to I know I myself like I used to think oh okay these people because I did organizational psychology right and we did have psychometrics or assessments and you know, from my understanding, it's that, you know, it's the company trying to test if you have certain skills, if you have certain knowledge, if you have. So, in my mind, I actually initially took it as, okay, I don't need to practice anything. Um, these people just want to know me, so I need to actually do just that, you know, just um, give them, you know, what they want. Just get the test and get the surprise. So, I'd only, I'd only practice with the the ones because a lot of companies do send you a practice test or they do have a practice test in their link just before you get to the um, actual test that you'll be taking so what I do is only practice with that test that the companies have and to be honest I would fail dismally especially with numerical reasoning and um what was it um, numerical reasoning and oh my goodness why am I forgetful yeah but you you get the idea like with a lot of the tests I would not do as um, well as I would want to and at first I didn't even realize that this is something I can actually improve like if you know you're not good at maths and you get an assessment where your numerical abilities will be measured the best thing that you can do for yourself is to actually go and practice there's i'm telling you guys there's a million okay maybe not a million but there's a lot of um, sites online that actually do offer practice tests so just practicing on that two minute mini practice test on the you know on the assessment center is is, is not enough that will not be Enough for you. I, I promise you, this is a promise. It, it will not be enough. So, if you know that your, your numerical reasoning skills or your maths or your, you know, it is not up to par, then the best thing that you can do for yourself is just get numerical reasoning tests online and practice, 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 practice. So, there will be some that are in PDF format. So, they'll give you the questions. Um, where you'll the the question paper where you have to um, answer to the questions then they'll give you another one where there's um, the answers so you can take that or you can directly log on to like websites where they will give you the test and literally you'll practice and after you're done like with a section then they'll give you your results or your score back and tell you oh okay this is how much you got maybe you got 40% out of a hundred and Um, please try again or try more tests to improve it it really helps like I really really did that I remember I panicked I panicked I panicked when I got my last um, assessment center online assessment center I was like oh my goodness numerical reasoning I am so not good at this like I am so not good at this how am I literally going to pass this because i literally really want to pass it i really 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 want to pass it and i actually practiced for a whole entire week i practiced numerical reasoning and i actually saw that oh okay and this is something like it's it's not um final that if you're not good at numerical reasoning then you you can never be good it's something that you can practice like it's like a, it's like a muscle the more you exercise the more you gain muscle so i did that and i actually yeah I, I did well i did well so that's my advice for you if you have assessments coming up even if it's a verbal reasoning because it, I, I feel like that's also very important with um, um verbal reasoning it's very important because it's, it's things that we you normally just think oh no this is just it's easy this is easy don't don't take it as though it's easy just you know Download or go to the website and practice your butt off. Practice your butt off. It will literally help you. By the time you get to the actual assessment, you will find that, oh, actually, I'm familiar with this. I know how to do this or I know how to solve this. So, and it will also boost your confidence. Like, conf- confidence is everything sometimes. Like, when you're confident that you know something, literally the answers come. So, please do also do that and yeah that is all for this series thank you so 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 much for joining me and i really hope that you will stick around and be here for the next upcoming episodes. i literally really have some exciting episodes coming up so please do stay tuned please share with your friends and tell your friends to share with their friends and their friends to share with their family members and their friends and please plug everyone and tell them to come listen to lucid with Lucy honey <laughs> all right thank you so much for joining me i'll see you in the next one peace